biscuits and gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people, Nazi whale margarine pirates. So far, I've had seven McRibs. Palabak. Whole pot pie. What? I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators. <laughs> like a slaughterhouse sangria? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Aloha Biscuiteers. You got dialed down into the Truth Network. Oh, my God. That's right. You just slipped into Alex Jones there for a second. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is not NPR. This is BGR. That's right. Biscuits and Gravy Radio. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. And we are broadcasting live from the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater in beautiful downtown Maui. In beautiful, sunny <laughs> it's dumping, bro. It is dumping right now. It's it's super rainy out there right it's, now. Uh, it's rainy. I'm wearing plaid. I'm shooting up heroin. It's going to be the best day ever. Oh, just like your Seattle days. Yeah, that's right. Except my shirt is, is open, not because I'm heroin chic, but because it doesn't button anymore. <clears throat> Is a heroin sheik like uh, an Arabian guy that just does heroin? Uh, the sheik don't like it. Rock the heroin. Good morning and aloha, oh, biscuit yeah, boys right. and gravy gals. You're listening to us live on the twos and fives. That's 88.5 and also channel 55. Channel 55? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We got Mrs. Vincent. We're going to have such a good show today. Are you ready? I am so ready. What are you in your car? At work or crocheting in your bathtub, we are going to have <laughs> one heck of a doozy today, Vincent Bodie. Did you know what we're going to talk about today on today's show? That you can't drive 55. I can't, I can't because... drive at all. <laughs> <laughs> you can't drive 55, but you can listen to us and watch us on Channel 55. That's right. We're broadcasting live on Channel 55 right now. Wave to the boys and girls out there yeah! in TV land. How's it going? I've been told that some of our jokes are only for TV, and I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so if you're watching us out there on TV right now, uh, go to your mommy's purse and get her credit card. Yeah. Give us a call, 808-873-3435. We want to hear from you. 808-873-3435. What's, What's your mom's CCV favorite? Stand for? Uh, what? What does CCV stand for? You know that like number oh, on yeah. the back of the credit card that's called CCV? I think it's like credit card. Vince. Very Via verification. Verification. Oh, okay, go. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I'm just making that up. The reason why you can't drive 55 is because when it rains in Maui, people are so unaccustomed to there actually being rain that yeah. nobody knows how to drive. Everybody like, drives what do like I do? five miles under the speed limit. Like I was dr- literally driving the speed limit and just passing people. Yeah, hundreds of people. On the on the highway because they're like, oh my god, there's water coming from what the sky. What do I do? I can't go over forty. Got a lot of snorkeling in before the big rain. Pretty pumped about that. Oh yeah, I don't want to get eaten by sharks. Yeah, you don't want to go snorkeling during the rain because uh, then you get wet. During and after is when it gets a little sharky out there. Yeah. A spoiler alert: the sharks are there all the time. It's just when it's rainy, they can't see you as good, and everything looks yummy. Yeah. It's like my fridge, right? If I can see my fridge, the vegetables are safe. But if I can't see my fridge, I start pulling everything out. You never yeah. know what I'm going to take out of my fridge. That's true. Uh, you know how they say you can tell if there's sharks in the water? <laughs> oh, I don't know, Vince. You put your finger in the water and you taste it. And if it tastes salty, there's sharks. Oh, boy. Wow. We should just give up right now. Today's show is brought to us by Christopher Walken's Running Shoes. If you're going to run, stop with, with walking. Walken. We got so much porn news to talk about today, Vincent Fodi. And also by Christopher Hitchens Trailer Hitches. <laughs> Do you think God isn't great, but your cargo is? <laughs> Christopher Hitchens Trailer Hitches. It's rated up to 22 tons. I don't know what any of that means. Warning may cause esophageal cancer. <laughs> Today's show is under and apart by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Bon Jovi's Anchovies. They give anchovies... A good name. Bon Jovi's anchovies. So good you'll eat them dead dead or alive. Bon Jovi's anchovies. They're slippery when wet. On a steel horse I ran. The best smelling thing in New Jersey. (laughs) 
That's the true. Discount anchovies. <laughs> so uh, we should mention that we are a cooking and comedy show, and also broadcasting live from KAKU Maui's Free Speech Network. No There's longer more in the free biscuit than bunker. Speech, baby. We've been freed from the biscuit bunker. We're out of the bunker, baby. But uh, if you want to pay for our speech, join our Patreon. We go to our Patreon. <laughs> we only have one tier. It's called the Biscuit the Tier. Biscuit Tier. You can also you can find us on Patreon at Biscuits and Gravy eight hundred eight. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, also at Biscuits and Gravy eight hundred eight. If you want to listen to all of our past episodes, you can either go to biscuitwars.com or you can look us up wherever you get any of your podcasts. Biscuits and Gravy eight hundred eight. That's right, Biscuits and Gravy eight hundred eight. Or were... email us at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail We were voted consistently Maui's number two radio show. Number two. <laughs> when you think number two, think the Biscuits and Gravy show. Now we got cooking, we got comedy, we got watching stuff on TV. Whoa. Here, let me play the song for you. Cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn and conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. All right. All right. And we're going to be bringing all of that to the show today. And more. I'm feeling pretty good because I'm all hopped up on caffeine. I got some new espresso in the mail. Ooh. You know which espresso I got? I don't know. I'll give you a hint. I ordered it before. Oh, favorite is espresso. it Lemon from... It's the, it's the citrus espresso. The citrus espresso? From... Columbia? De Bouchon. The devotion. affectation way of saying devotion. Yeah, we're like, oh, Vachon, Devotion, it's Avotion. The the guy at the restaurant, what was it, the library was the yeah, name of the... We're at the library. We were at the library drinking Tying espresso. one on. I had about six Manhattans <laughs> at the library. Uh, I went to the library in Kihei, and I was like, do you guys have baked Alaska? <laughs> They're like, no. I'm like, what are you talking Is that children's literature? But Get the- out of here. <laughs> Uh, the, there's a, a restaurant in Vegas called The Library, and they had an espresso that was so good that I actually had to ask them what kind of espresso. I mean, I don't usually do that. I don't usually do this, but I'm going to do a little something right here. Yeah, we don't usually do this, but I did have to ask them because, you know, sometimes like when you get an espresso in Italian restaurants, old school Italians will put a little lemon twist in their espresso. Mm, absolutely. And so when they brought me the espresso, it had like a, a citrusy flavor to it. But there was, was no lemon rind, no lemon peel, and no I lemon was like, zest. I was like, did you guys put like a lemon peel in this or something? He's like, no, it just naturally tastes that way. I was like, oh my God, this is what? unbelievable. And it turns out what? the way that they roast it and the beans that they use just give it a natural citrusy flavor. Ooh, so I was like, what is the name of this? He goes, Debochon. And I was so then I was like looking up Debo Sean. I was like D E B O Devotion. It took me so long to figure out that it was called Devotion, and uh, then I finally was able to get it because so, you're the second smartest buffalo in the room. They sent me an email. And I was like, oh yeah, I haven't had any really good espresso in a while. Let me order some Debo Sean. This camera so, is super zoomed in today, and I'm loving it. So now I'm all hopped up on espresso. I'm hopped up on cold brew. Do you like? Do you? I mean, like you used to work at a as a barista. I've been a barista. So are you like a, I've been a barista at a couple different places. Are you but a they coffee used to call snob? Me a barista? Do you a know barista why? Barista because you're a boy. No, because I smelled like feet. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, so are you like a coffee snob? I am a snob. You and used a to snob. be a coffee snob. But I here's the thing about coffee is that it doesn't have to be expensive to be good. That's true. But I'm I'm one of those. I, I like to define myself as omni-appreciative. What does that mean, Vincent Vody? And he's like, what does omni-appreciative I can mean? go to a fancy restaurant and sit down and have a really nice meal and really appreciate all the nuanced flavors and mm-hmm. all the all the work that went into crafting a, a beautiful meal like that. And sometimes I eat Taco Bell without my hands. Yeah, I but sometimes... put my hands behind my back <laughs> and just dive on into it but and I, I eat also... it. You ever eat a burrito like a watermelon, Vincent Vody? People are always eating burritos from like oh, like a corn on the cob. You're eating yeah. a burrito like a, why are we? The nom, edges nom. are all that wasted flour. Nom, 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 I just nom, eat nom. burritos like yeah, like corn on the cob or more like a watermelon because I don't like to eat the rinds. But so you don't eat it like a banana, like a vertical. You okay. eat First it horizontally. Of all, I don't peel my burrito. Why bro. would you peel I would just your burrito? Bowl, Vincent Fody. 
<laughs> what kind of nonsense you trying to pull here? Okay, I eat my burritos like a watermelon. What's so hard to understand? That's, I mean, the burrito wrapper on the outside is just empty carbs. You don't need that. Yeah, it's empty. It's empty. You well, want to get the... <clears throat> where they I want like a little bit in it, you know? You got to get all those meat and cheeses and stuff on the Sometimes inside. Sometimes I like to eat one area and then I, I like suck some of the burrito filling out and I use my lips to like close the tortilla again and I pretend I'm a doctor doing a little suture. Oh yeah? Yeah. You, you like sew it back up with your teeth? Yeah, with my teeth and my salivas. Okay. Uh, today's show is brought to us by Venture Physical Therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, today's show is written by Venture Physical Therapy. Venture Physical Therapy is a real place. Yeah, totally. Real place. <laughs> Just like Benedict Cumberbatch's slumber mattress. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, Venture Physical Therapy underwrites, uh, they are the brainchild of the underwriting team. Yeah, good of friend of the show, Ted Anderson. Show. Of course, we love Ted Anderson. He's a friend of the show. He also has a physical therapy empire called Venture Physical <laughs> <Yes>. Therapy. <laughs> and so uh, we... It's a TV show on All Black. <laughs> we literally can't say that they're the best physical therapy place on island, but if we could, we would say that. But we can't, so we won't. Uh, we also want to mention Gilligan's. Gilligan's uh, right in the heart of Kihei. Mm. Right by the, the golf stars course. Stars that there. night are big and bright. Down in the heart of Kihei. Mm, uh, speaking of heart, and so they have Gilligan's fried pickles. Every Tuesday so night, good. every Tuesday night, Gilligan's does an open mic comedy night, and also the Empanada Lady in Wailuku also does a. They do an open mic on yep. Wednesdays, and then so duh. if you're listening to this live on the air on you Wednesday, can go tonight. you can go tonight. It's tonight. Yeah, they got good. I would because tonight's Wednesday. I enjoy their empanadas. Leave early because everybody's going to be driving five miles per hour. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of shows coming up at Pro Arts Theater, which is voted Hawaii's number one small theater. And then a lot of shows coming up at Hawaii's? Dub Playground. Yes. Hawaii's favorite small theater. Okay. Who was yeah. that voted by? Jason Strong? Uh, yep. They just <laughs> they took a, they took a survey inside Pro Arts. <laughs> Who thinks this is the best small theater in Hawaii? Well, who is it competing against? Does everyone else is really big? Or yeah, they there, don't exist? there's not that many small theaters yeah. in Hawaii. It used to be the Taco Bell Theater, but Taco Bell's not there anymore. Yeah, that's how good the theater's getting. Taco Bell had to move. Yeah, it's like they, they didn't, ex- they the didn't expand into Taco Bell though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were just Taco Bell was chased out by the small theater. Oh, Vince, I am just so excited. Uh, so when is the caffeine. there's the Wahine Comedy Festival, which is coming up, right? Yeah, first week of May. We're gonna have Rhonda Hanson on the show next week, I believe, to talk about that and plug the Wahine Comedy Festival, which is if you don't speak Hawaiian, Wahine means girl or woman Mm -hmm. and so that's an all lady comedy show which is always good or people who identify as women okay um kevin's performing (laughs) it's his real name (laughs) or actually i should just say people that identify as comedians because some of them are Rhonda and corky are like the maui female comedians are really funny but i'll just say it right now the oahu comedians are trash they're not Funny, dude. Yeah, but they identify as a but comedian. But they identify as a so comedian. So technically they're allowed on the show. All right, interesting. <laughs> uh, and then also, in addition to the Kevin Nealon show, which is coming up June 18th, which Rhonda Hanson is opening up for, there's also another show at the, the Playground. The guy from uh, Taxi Cab Confessionals. No, wait, that's not it. The guy from Taxi with Queen Latifah. No, wait, that's not it. That's Jimmy Fallon. What's? <laughs> no one wants to see that. I would go see Jimmy Fallon. I don't know, man. He's just going to play guitar and do, like, funny voices. I like earlier Jimmy for Fallon. An hour. He wrote a book with his sister about unpleasant ways to die. Well, anyway, somebody is coming to the Pro Arts Theater, and Corky's opening up for him. Yeah, it's the guy from the Taxi Quiz Show. <laughs> the Taxi... What is that show called? Taxi... It's not Taxi Cab Confessions, right? <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. Not at all. <laughs> no. The ta- no, it's not. Taxi questions yeah it's called the cab quest cab quest (laughs) okay the guy from cab quest is gonna be playing pro arts so uh hopefully we'll have we'll have corky give us a call and talk to us about that show Mm -hmm. also um also i just bought tickets for i'm going to columbus ohio in june (laughs) are you yeah can you believe that wow i'm like i i Never thought I would be doing this, but I yesterday I bought plane tickets to Columbus, Ohio. In June? In June. 
I never Why? thought. Because Columbus in June is beautiful, Chuck. Have you never seen? <laughs> I mean, like, so what Chef Boyardee festival are you going to? <laughs> it's actually a punk rock festival. Oh, nice. So NoFX and Bouncing Souls are playing, but it's NoFX's farewell tour. So I they're know. doing 40 cities in 40 days, and they're playing 40 songs. Normally, I wouldn't do this, but you know what? Life is short. I need to treat myself. I'm kind of bummed out. I'm supposed to go to either an 18-year-old's graduation party that weekend, which is weird when your wife is older and you have friends. It's like, why do you have to do stuff? You know what I mean? We have a <laughs> bunch of friends where their their kids are all turning 18, and they, they're so excited. Like, oh, my God, my kids are 18. And I don't have to be a parent anymore. I can just go party like you. And I'm like, great. Or you could have just skipped that whole thing. Cause... <laughs> you could have just skipped that whole thing. Or just also, it. just because your kid turns 18 doesn't mean that you're done being a parent. No. Like, kids... That's when they need parents the most. That's, that's when... when... <laughs> The trials and tribulations, Vincent Fodi. It's like my, that's when the life direction and the mentoring begins. It's like my kid is definitely not going to get into any trouble when they once they turn, once they 18, turn eighteen and yeah. they're allowed to buy firearms and guns, cigarettes, <laughs> cars, and vote. and they can drive and go to parties where yeah. where oxycotton is being passed around. You don't guys pass- don't let your kids do oxycotton. No, or at least talk to your kids. Buy them about- a cotton candy machine. Yes. Mm, imagine an oxycotton candy and, machine. And buy them some buy them some oxy because they're eighteen, they probably got a lot of zits. Ah, they need acne cream and acne pads. Mm. Buy them some oxy and some cotton candy. Mm. Although it doesn't doesn't sugar cause no, acne sh- or is that me, like a little We live in Hawaii sale? and sugar doesn't cause anything bad. Okay. Okay. Bring it back. Just burning PVC pipes. HCS, does. baby. <laughs> HCS. Howleys came and stole. That's right. Yes. The Howleys <laughs> did that. <laughs> that's what HCS stands it for. Does. There's a there's a like a white car that drives around that has that bumper sticker yes. in Kihei. Yes. I love it. It drives a Ford, which is you know made in Maui. <laughs> I love how Hawaiians are against. The, the idea of Hallie's coming and stealing our land, but then they then they also like are Christian and fly to Vegas. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, wait, you're Christian, so you're you're against the Hallies, but then the fake god that they brought along with them, you're totally into. Yeah, all right. So, if anything, Christianity more than the colored people's skin brought like destruction to the Hawaiian people. It was Christianity and the the people that came over spreading christianity yeah, that was responsible the, the for the missionaries missionaries it, are it like was cats. the missionaries who were responsible they just for all the invasive species for helping steal the land and just do nothing right they should just all be neutered and spayed <sighs> speaking of which today's show is brought to us by david spade spades <laughs> help let joe dirt help you with yo dirt funny for the biscuits and gravy show comes apart by jackie gleason's creasons the best in celebrity dry cleaning since 1955 his prices will send you Straight to the moon. So I'm excited for tomorrow, which is 420. Yeah! It's so crazy. Usually I don't work on Tuesdays. My boss asked me. She said, hey, do you mind working on Tuesday? And I was like, no, that's okay. And then she's like, and then I'll give you off on Thursday. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, get and you off on Thursday. And then I looked at the calendar. Turns out <gasps> Thursday is 420. April 20th, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, you, are, we are not celebrating anyone's birthday. We're not remember? celebrating the anniversary of something that happened in Colorado. We... We'll be getting smoked food. Colorado. Yeah, Columbine was on 420. Oh, right. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the Oklahoma City bombing, but that was on the 19th, wasn't and it? Also not in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's why I thought you were getting confused. But you're right. Columbine was 420, wasn't it? I'll never forget. I was going on vacation. And Mr. H's birthday. To Florida, and we were stuck in an airport, and everyone was watching the news, and Oklahoma City got bombed. And this woman. Wait, you were in an airport when in, it happened? I was in an airport when it happened. How it was old on were the you? news. I was like seven or whatever. But I give mad props to my mom because this woman out of nowhere started blaming um, certain groups Lizard of people, people. for, for <laughs> their people? bombings. And my mom said, nah, usually something like this, it's like some disgruntled white guy that needs to get laid. And I was like, no way. Like, it's so weird to hear, like, your mom say something like that. And she was and remarkably prescient right. because that's exactly yeah. what it was. It was yeah. some disgruntled white guy who needed to get laid. Yeah, and so we actually think that Muslims are most of the terrorists, but there's only a small window where the Bush administration was able to harness actual Muslims and make them be Well, terrorists. that's why I have that whole bit. 
about I had the a whole joke about like my, there's a lot of stuff from the 90s that's coming back as retro yeah, and dog. my favorite thing that's coming back as retro is white terrorists yeah <laughs> because, they're way worse because people don't people forget back in the 80s and 90s terrorists were white uh-huh you had the Irish Republican army were blowing people up you had Russians were hijacking planes as had, seen in the Waco, hit Harrison Texas? Ford movie oh, that's right uh, what was the name of that? Air Force One, where the <laughs> yes. Russians tried to hijack his plane. He goes, get off my plane. Well, there's also like – That movie's pa- awesome, by Patriot the way. Patriot Games is about the IRA too. <laughs> is that what Patriot Games is Patriot about? Games I've never that, seen what, it. What's the other one where – There was even that, there's that Mormon guy. Do you remember the Netflix documentary about that Mormon guy that was blowing people yeah, up? Yeah, that's right. There was a Mormon guy that was, sent, that was bombing people. Waco, there was Waco. that's white on white crime. Yeah. The, well, cr- the criminality well, of the Waco government. Waco was the – what was that? The FTA or something? The ATF. <laughs> The ATF. the ATF and the FBI. Firearms, the tobacco, biggest alcohol. criminal organizations in the world fighting. It was a religious community that was losing money, so they became like gun runners essentially to make money no, for they were, Jesus. They were just stockpiling weapons, basically. But they were going to all the se- the places and selling them and making money that was funding them. And then they were like, oh, don't like throw flashbangs and stuff in here because it's going to start a fire and kill everybody. And they yeah. were like... Yeah, that's the point. Yep. Kaboom. See you later. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> anyway, the government kills people. Don't all the do, time. but yeah. So and stay don't away, be stay away from that, tobacco. Yes. You hear? Did you hear who uh, just stopped smoking this week? David Koresh. Got him. <laughs> Boom. Because he died. Because he was burned to death. Oh, yeah. Get it? Yes. David Koresh stopped smoking. Yeah, yes. he all just right. stopped smoking. All right. Today's show's unearthed in part by <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal's bras. Hey, Biscuiteers, don't be a saggy Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Voted best supporting actress. So what do we have planned for 420? Because I, I was like, oh, I'm off on Thursday. Let's hang out. And then I realized it was 420. So we're going to go get some smoked meats from Fat Daddy's maybe. I thought because both of you, you and I own smokers, we should actually smoke meat. Uh, and then I thought, no, my time is more valuable. I want Fat Daddies, which is not a gay club. It's let's next to let, the gay club. Let's let them do let's all the work them for us. The There's a so, lot of good smoked meat places on the island. Now. I thought we would, ooh, if um, the Soul Brothers Barbecue was open, I would get like one appetizer. Soul, Soul Brothers Barbecue. Uh, I am a big fan of Soul Brothers Barbecue. Soul Brothers Barbecue. Maybe we should go to the movies. I wanted. To, I actually uh, got Cocaine Bear for us to watch. Oh really? Yeah. Oh no way. Yeah. Are we going to your house or my place? Um, I have to see what stage of the moon it is <laughs> before I talk to I talk to my Let's wife. Examine the tide charts. Yeah. Like. <laughs> um, okay, but... Siri. When is the waxing gibbous? <laughs> so, but I am very excited for four twenty. If it's nine days after the new moon, I can't do anything right. Uh. So, but also today is April nineteenth. So tomorrow's yeah. four twenty. Today is April nineteenth. Do you know about the so real drug? aficionados like everybody knows about 420 right for those of you tuning in the biscuits and gravy show you better be a real drug aficionado i mean taco bell even like taco bell and everything they do 420 advertisements and stuff like that i mean taco bell also supports drunk driving 420 fourth meal come on (laughs) who is sober going to taco bell at one in the morning nobody nobody um so everybody knows about 420 right that's passe at this point Mm -hmm. because it used to be like passe it over here bro (laughs) passe it to the left because it, it used to be like you would see like your like somebody like wearing a Grateful Dead shirt on 420, and you'd, you'd be like Happy Holidays and give them a wink, and they'd be they'd give you a, a surreptitious wink back. Yeah, right. But even like bread companies do yeah. freshly baked promotions. On yeah, 420. So, but now everybody knows about 420. But 419, mm. not everybody knows about 419, which is called Bicycle Day. Bicycle Day is one of the fantabulous days in the universe because. That's when somebody didn't know they discovered acid and this was riding when, on their bikes, this baby. This is when LSD came into the universe for the, for, mm-hmm. for the first time. Albert Hoffman, who discovered LSD, uh, he discovered the psychological effects of it and the psychedelic effects of it. Uh, I think it was on the on the 16th. And then three days later, he decided as a scientific experiment to dose himself with LSD and go for a bike ride. And yeah. so that was the first like recreational use of LSD. And so he went on this magical bike ride, which was the first LSD trip. Oh, man. And uh, that was on April 19th. So people who are really into acid and know the, know all the mythology behind acid, like Sandoz Industries... Uh, 
often celebrate April 19th as Bicycle Day. Mm. So, guys, if you got some acid at home, go do some acid. And Pop ce- some acid. Celebrate the magic that came into the universe. Go on bike this, safely. On this wonderful day. Yeah, and, you know, make sure you bike responsibly. Too bad it's raining because there is a bicycle club that meets up every Wednesday in downtown Maui. And I think I think people who are, like, bike fans start it like celebrating bicycle day not realizing that it was like about acid yeah (laughs) there's like articles online like did you know that bicycle day is actually related to lsd like are you did you know that you're stupid (laughs) 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 so whether you're celebrating today or tomorrow enjoy responsibly folks and be careful out there have some fun open up the mind alcohol closes your mind open up your mind and is legal LSD opens your. That's mind. why they put fluoride in drinking water because it closes your third eye. It crystallizes your pineal gland and stops us from being able to well, think outside the box. Some people need some crystallizations on their pineal gland. Yes, you know what I mean. Some, some people could. Some use people their... also just need better teeth. That's really what fluoride's all about. Baby. That's true. Could they put gravy in the water? That's what I want. Yeah, what if the government started putting gravy in the water? Like, I'm concerned about your gravy. That's like that's like it, uh, idiocracy. Like in the future, they'll just be putting gravy in the. <laughs> I mean, we Hold can on. only hope and we can only pray. I have a uh, I have a quote here from uh, Doctor Fauci here. Hold on. I'm more concerned about your gravy level. So yeah, he's. <laughs> I'm, the anti- crowd goes I'm anti-vaccine, but I'm pro-injecting gravy in my veins. It's just a bigger syringe. <laughs> it's, a, it's a turkey baster that you inject in your veins. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning into the I Biscuits have one of those injections. One of those this injectors. the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KKU 88.5. There's, there's an episode of Malcolm in the Middle where Hal, the <laughs> husband, wants his wife's butt to get bigger, so he starts injecting everything with gravy. <laughs> does it work yes it does but it's just like it's like a b-level comedy show so like they just literally show her butt getting bigger throughout <laughs> <laughs> we have to take a contractually obligated break. wait we're gonna take a break i know oh. come on we're supposed to tony tony does so much for us we gotta do so little for him what's that actress's name jane Curtin. Jane, no, Jane Krakowski is the one from Thirty Rock, right? But who's the mom from Malcolm in the Middle? Who's the mom from Malcolm? I don't know. All right, we'll take a break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about the mom from Malcolm in the Middle after these messages. You know what I saw when we were in Europe, Vincent Foti? Let's remind the listeners how lucky we are that we went to Europe and they didn't. Um, So the the lights here, right, are green for go, right? Yeah. Red for stop. Yeah. Yellow for like ah, what you gonna do? Oh, mm-hmm. but in Europe, I noticed before lights when they were gonna turn from red to green, they went to yellow in between. Okay, so, so that was like I guess that's kind of like letting like, you know, like, hey, get ready, get you go, bro, get you go, get you go. That's good because I a lot of time is wasted when they they actually studied this, and a lot of time is wasted when the light turns green and then the first person goes and then the second person goes and then the third person goes. Whereas if everybody moved like a train in unison, mm-hmm. traffic would move way faster because yes. there's not all that that cushion in between, and so that's why. Uh, once we get like self-driving cars, all the cars will be able to move in unison, and everything will get a lot faster and better. Oh, I can't wait to just drink and drive so much more. Yeah, like in Minority wait. Report, where you just get in the car and all the cars are like on a track and they're all just zooming That's in all and out I of want. each other. <clears throat> soon, we'll, you know how we'll cumbersome it is to smoke a bong when you have to drive drive a car. Yeah, I can't look at videos of my cats. It's terrible. <laughs> all right, Vince, you want to do a show? And also, like, oral sex while driving so hard. Ugh. I'm, yeah, like, you're trying, I'm trying to hold the wheel, and I'm stretching my neck over. It hurts so much. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, I got a question for I'm you. steering with my shoulders. What's, What's up? <laughs> What's one of your favorite restaurants in the world? Well, we know what one of them is. Mm-hmm. It's Apache Hong Kong. All right. And uh, I got a little song for you. No, you, you don't. Hear the I would love Kong? to. All right. Here, so... 
for the background on this is we went to a restaurant, a pig foot themed restaurant called Alpaca Con. Yes, where in they France, have they have a dish in Paris called the Patron uh, the, the, the Temptation of Saint Anthony. Yes, which is the patron saint of butchery and charcuterie. Yes. No joke, bro. And so it's now like I'm loving the Jesus Bible. It's a a pig hoof, a pig snout, an ear, and a tail, and they're all like deep fried. And so, show those knees and toes. So, of course, we had to try it while we were there. But mm. this restaurant is so well known that they have, like, a song that goes along with it. So this is the actual – in the restaurant, there's, like, little cards that have the song printed on it. Yes. But then – It's we, like when you go to church and they're like, this is the psalm of the week. This yeah. is the hottest <laughs> jam we're going to, you know. And then you have to sit down and sing it at the table. Yeah. Like, All right. So this is the song. This is the actual recording of it. We're going to play this for our listeners at home. Au pied de cochon, le jour et la nuit, nous nous retrouvons. Au pied de cochon, avec les amis, quelle vie de patachon. On voit tous les soirs autour du comptoir paraître les stars. On fait de bons gueuletons, on aime les flonflons et la vie de patachon. Au pied de cochon, au pied de cochon. And so uh, the the translation of that is Au pied Shut cochon. Up, you fat little piggy. <laughs> Let's watch this tourist suck Au pied on a cochon pig's toe. literally translates to pig's foot. Yeah. And when you go in there, all like the door handles are pig's feet. Are gilded pig's feet. Gilded pig's feet, dude. It says Au pied cochon. We are never morose in the arms of Ninon. It is That's all of, of Paris pig. that dares champagne and great thrill. Artists, yeah. masterpieces, love, and delights from Dupier Cochon. Uh-huh. And so, uh, yeah. That all restaurant that... turns 80 this year. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, wow. Original That's decor, awesome. baby. Uh, and I'm sure our wives got really turned on on their honeymoons while you and I are, like, exchanging pig's foots and sucking the fat <laughs> out of them. We're like, have you sucked the fat out of this knuckle, bro? Taste it. Suck this tail. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty good meal there. That was so good. And we got a charcuterie, and we got a big cauldron of mussels. To the end. As, like, a print. This always happened, like, overseas, or you ask for something. I was in Italy. Like, oh, yeah, you like cheese? Here's a Here's, here's all this cheese. I'm like, well, joke's on you. I do like four cups of Parmesan cheese. <laughs> and we asked for more pickles. So they brought over a cauldron a, of pickles also. A community <laughs> jar of pickles. It was like a barrel of pickles. And it, was so, it was like a number 10 can of pickles. They're like, here's the pickles to go along with your charcuterie. This We're is like, what our restaurant usually goes through in a week. I'm like, I think sucking that... Sucking them down, like, baby. I feel like you're being sarcastic, but I'm still going to eat all these pickles. We did. And we did. <laughs> and we did. <laughs> um, that's all... That definitely... Was one of the best restaurants I've ever eaten at. Yeah, it was a, that was it's a not great expensive. Time. It's not crazy fancy. It's What's so your favorite good. restaurant on Island? It used to be. I used to be a big ah, fan of Quattro, but then Quattro, Quattro closed. closed. I would say it's a pretty big tie between Isana's and honestly Ecolo. Isana's really? Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of Ecolo as well. Yeah, I Ecolo. like it. Uh, Ecolo, by the way, was where I I, I love that restaurant so much that we had our wedding reception there. Yeah, and <laughs> that's you how it. It that's how so much good. I love that that restaurant, Ecolo. Runner up, I like Cool Cats, man. Cool Cats. I've gone there twice this month. They've got a good actually. grasshopper, yeah. which is like an alcoholic mint milkshake. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. Uh, they yeah. they got some good shakes over there. Mm-hmm. They used to have a challenge burger on the menu, but they, they don't. Took it off, they, I, I don't think they do it anymore. But yeah. they still they got great burgers. Mm-hmm. One of, one of the better burgers on the west side, except for Teddy's Bigger Burgers, which, as we mentioned, it is now over in Kahului. Mm. So now I can go to Teddy's. Whenever I want, guys. Isn't that exciting? There's big burger competition on island right now, for sure. And there's just so many different ways to enjoy a burger. I'm just happy. We seem to be living in, like, a renaissance of burger times. We are. Mm-hmm. I would say so. Now, Chuck, I have... Ground I, Chuck? I have some somber news to talk about. I recently saw the Mario does, Brothers movie. somber me. The new, the new Mario Brothers movie. Yes. Did you know there's a trend where people take mushrooms... To see that and go movie. see it. Yes, I think I started it. And they're not talking about <laughs> like mushrooms. They're talking about mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. Well, today is 
It's yeah, 419. So, so. If acid is bicycle day, is mushrooms tricycle day? Tricycle day. <laughs> you should ride a tricycle when you're on mushrooms. <laughs> it's silocycle day. Ah, all right. So I went to go see the new Mario Brothers movie, and I got to say, it was really good. Uh-huh. And it was so much better and not stupid. Than the, uh, than the original one in 1993. And so a lot of people have been going back and watching the live-action 1993 movie just in juxtaposition of the new movie. I like John like Not necessarily in preparation of it. No, but just because to revisit. Ju- just to revisit. But yeah. if you ever ask me if I like any movie that John Leguizamo is in, I'm like, no. No. <laughs> I like him. Do I like anything he's been in? I don't think so. Probably I can't not. I think of anything. Jack Black's the same way. I like Jack Black. I don't think I actually like any of his movies. Mm, P- uh, Tenacious D and Pick, uh, Pick a Destiny. Had terrible, Fantastic. terrible like, tripping scenes. I didn't like it as much. The, there was that mushroom scene where I hate when movies do that when they like make tripping seem like you're in an animated cartoon. When it's like, that's not really what tripping is. You know what? You know who had the best tripping scene in a movie? That A24 m- murder movie about flowers. Oh, um... Midsommar. Midsommar. That had a really good That was very tripping. accurate. Yeah. Also, it was knocked, uh, knocked up. up. They take mushrooms. And they, they take move. mushrooms we and they're sitting the on a I stool. Like the furniture. Yeah, it was like, I don't like the vibe in this room. We got to change rooms. Like, that is... Mushrooms. That is what mushrooms oh, yeah. is. <laughs> so, not, not sliding down a rainbow while animated unicorns fly around you. So the original <laughs> Mario Brothers movie, uh, not good, not really well released. All right, so I was re-watching it, and I saw something very disturbing Yeah. that I... That I failed to remember. There's a scene where they show the Twin Towers. In New York? The in, Twin Towers? The Twin Towers in New York. And there's a scene where, like, the two universes, the the Koopa universe and actual New York are being combined. And when that happens, when Koopa shows up in real world New York, they show the Twin Towers being disintegrated. And the first the left one, like falls down disintegrates down and then the second one has like a big smoking hole in it what and it it's it's eerily reminiscent of the of the september 11th attacks because it's it's almost exactly the way that the towers really fell in real life somewhere in a cave they have a vhs tape version of this it's the only movie they can watch it it's so bizarre that that the 1993 live action Mario Brothers movie predicted 9 11 so yeah, accurately. Uh, and it's scary. It's really weird, too, because that movie came out in 1993, and the original World Trade Center bombing was in 1993. There was like, a failed like, attempt. Al Qaeda tried to bomb the basement of the World Trade Center, it didn't work. And then the Mario Brothers movie came out and tried to warn us. They said, look, there was just a World Trade Center attack in the future. This is what's going to actually happen. In a so way, you guys though, need to prepare. The movie is like a metaphor of itself, though, right? Because the first movie wasn't very successful, and then the second movie was, just like the attempts of nine eleven. Yes, yeah. that's true. It oh. was financially unsuccessful, yes. and then the new Mario Brothers movie was wildly financially mm-hmm. successful. Just like the 9-11 attacks the were first financially one, successful for the guy that bought all that insurance on the oh, yeah. ta- on the World like Trade Center. The 15 billion that disappeared from the Pentagon the day before. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird? It's so weird. Ah, it's so weird. weird. It's like people in the uh, government are normal people and they just steal. And- but also, you know what else that uh, that the Mario movie was trying to warn us about? Chris Pratt. What is... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, the the 1993 Mario Brothers oh, movie. Also, Chris Pratt. <laughs> who controls Who controls the world? King Koopa. What is he? A lizard person. Oh no way! King Koopa is literally a lizard person. I haven't seen that movie in ages. Bro. And the whole movie. Well, I mean, like you don't have to see the movie to know that King Koopa's a lizard person. To know that King Koopa's a lizard person. Oh, I mean, man. that's that's the entire conceit I of the Mario Brothers. He was like games. a cancerous penis because that's what he looks like. He looks like he has like he's no. He's like a big turtle mutant guy, like dragon with a shell that breathes fire. Yeah, he looks like penis. Has he's definitely cancer. He's definitely one hundred percent lizard person. Mm. Wait, mm. he looks like your, that's what your penis looks like, Chuck. I mean, if it has cancer, you need to get that checked out. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but King Koopa is literally a lizard person, and in the movie, they have election posters up in the background, but. 
he's a king and Koopa Kingdom is a monarchy. You don't need elections. That has, that has elections, which they're trying to tell us that even though America has elections, it's we're secretly it. living in a monarchy that is controlled by lizard people. <sighs> Clearly. The 1990 – John Leguizamo tried to warn us, Chuck. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> that Dennis Hopper controls the world and is a lizard Can person. Can you imagine being Dennis Hopper and you have all these other actual movies and then in 1993 you do this and then 2000 – or 1995 you do Waterworld? <laughs> <laughs> Waterworld was good. I mean it was something. It was a, sure. That was a good time for Dennis Hopper. <laughs> And the, <laughs> what was the name of the guy uh, that played Mario in the Mario Brothers movie? Oh, I don't know. All Bob, I Bob Hoskins, the, the guy from he didn't know it was Roger Rabbit off of a yeah, video game. He didn't know that it was that Mario Brothers was a video game. And then he's talking to his son, and his son's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm playing the, this uh, character called Mario." And his son's like, "You mean Mario, like from the Mario Brothers yeah, game video game, two -bit video the game. the most popular video game on the planet right now?" And he's like. Oh, really? <laughs> what a failed movie, huh? Um, also, speaking about weird 9-11 coincidences, have you have you heard the one about Kermit the Frog? No, there's a Teenage Mutant Turtles episode, though, where Shredder is planning on taking just... down the, the Twin Towers. No way! Yeah, I just sent it to you on Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just, just get on it, bro. I'll have to check that out. Um, but there's... <laughs> so, there's... There's a meme going around about Kermit causing 9-11. Kermit the Frog? Kermit the Frog, who frogs are amphibious, okay. so they're very closely related to lizards. Mm -hmm. And Kermit does walk on two feet, two legs, and like a person. And who did we use to invade the Marines? We were, I always thought it was weird that we used the Marines to invade the desert, but if we're actually killing frogs, it makes sense. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> also, Did you ever think about that, Vince Foti? There's plenty of pictures online of like various, yeah, various Muppets in the White House, so Ooh, we know that like yeah. Muppets have. Give top... it to me, baby. How are Muppets getting top secret clearance like this? I mean, Miss Piggy. All right, so here's so here's why people think that Kermit caused 9/11, right? I mean, do we even need a list? I can think of 50 reasons right now he did 9/11. Okay, give me one. Um, he's green. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's very un-American. Give me 49 more. No, okay. So there's a, a 2002 made-for-TV movie called Muppets Christmas Movie. It's like it's a, it's a Wonderful Life where Kermit wants to see what his life would be like if he was never born. Yeah. Right? And so, I think we all wish that Kermit was never born sometimes. I would never say Come that. On! I am happy that Kermit was born. And I want to know what the rainbow connection is. <laughs> it's well it's well are you rainbow connecting the dots is that what alex jones was talking about about the frogs being, being gay, gay? because Ooh. kermit the frog singing about rainbows it sounds like the frogs being gay kermit the frog was he the original woke amphibian oh well possibly not if he caused 9-11 so in the movie there's a scene where somebody is showing kermit what his life would have been like if he had never been born right and then they, it cuts to a scene inside miss piggy's apartment and she's like lonely but it, through her window in the background you can see the twin towers are <laughs> are clearly displayed so somehow kermit the frog being born caused 9-11 okay so if if kermit had never been born the twin towers would still be standing so there's a weird mythology in the Muppet universe where it is canon that somehow the events of Kermit's life and Kermit being born somehow caused 9-11. Jesus Christ almighty. So did Kermit do 9-11? What did Kermit do? I don't think so. If Kermit was – all right. If Kermit was Muslim, could he date Miss Piggy? I don't think it would be halal. To date? To date? I mean – I mean, if I don't want to. Is he eating pork? <laughs> oh, wait, first of all, if I hear one more of those jokes my entire life, I'm going to lose it, Vincent Foti. <laughs> I'm going to lose. If I hear another sexual innuendo Muppets joke, I am going to go full on ballistic. It's okay? like, what, what's the joke? Uh, what's... Don't you, don't you dare, bro. What's okay. green and smells like pork? Oh, come on! Green eggs and ham. All right. What did you think I was going to say? <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by. Matthew Broderick's Broderickshaws, the safest way to be on the road with Matthew Broderick. Warning, not available in Ireland. 
a subsidiary of Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides. And today's show is also brought to us by Brad Pitt's Peaches. There's a little pit inside every peach. All right, let's move on with the show, baby. We got porn to talk about. Well, we only have like seven minutes left. So yeah, wh- what do you want to talk about porn-wise? Okay, so We're first gonna talk, of all. We're talk about Riley Reed. We have to do a quick little Riley Reed. First of all, I don't like Twitter. I don't use it that much. I don't I know use Twitter I'm, either. I don't get it. But I, I also I was not using Twitter before it was cool. I also so since Elon Musk has taken over, more and more celebrities have been hacked. But they make it sound like it's Elon Musk's fault. But the way Riley Reed, who's a great porn star, got hacked was that they switched her SIM card out on her phone. So someone like privately targeted her. Oh wow. And then changed her Twitter account instead of being like I wonder what almost she could have been busy nude doing. photo, right? Almost nude photos and then go into real porn. It's so like they, you already know she does porn. They didn't just go straight to it. Right? <laughs> like Twitter is like when you want to read a recipe and it talks about like visiting so your th- gam gam on Sunday afternoon. This wasn't like I the fappening. Skip to the recipe. This wasn't like the fappening when all the celebrities no, got their new photos leaked. Amazing, by which the is way. why you can see Jennifer Lawrence's butthole. Just Google it, dude. Guys, Jennifer go, Lawrence. I would say go Google Jennifer Lawrence's butthole. God tier butthole. She does have a good butthole. Oh, my lord. <laughs> Just God tier, God tier, S tier butthole. I would say it. All it was right. Good. So you're saying they didn't just like hack? They didn't just guess Riley Reed's no, password? But they were trying to. There's uh, neo Nazis are anti-Semitic amongst many things, right? Neo Nazis, you mean Christians? But they also think that this you mean is what's re- crazy? You though. mean Republicans? Well, we were talking about this before the show. The thin line between like Republicans. Uh, fascist Christians and neo Nazis, it gets blurred. You there's, know, there's a large overlap between like, Christians and fascists. Like pizza bagels, is it is it pizza for breakfast? Is it pizza for lunch? Is it pizza for dinner? Well, when pizza's on a bagel, you can have pizza anytime. Okay, and when According racism's to scientific on Christianity, findings. they're fascists all the time. That's Everyone true. That. Yeah. So here's the dumbest thing about it. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Christians are dumb, Republicans are dumb, neo-fascists are dumb, because they think that the porn industry is Zionists, which are the Jewish people, right, trying to take over the world. I don't and Rastafari. Rastafari stand alone. But they don't think about it be- that it's circumcised. It t- they took the whole circumcision out of the whole argument. Like, you'd think that would be, like, the crux of it, right? Is that if you guys have ever seen porn, most porn, circumcised penis, right? Yeah. That's not their argument. So you're saying that Christians should be mad about circumcised penises in porn. It's like if it was an anti-circumcision group that was mad about pornography, I'd say, okay, maybe. But that's not why people are anti-circumcision. They're not secretly anti-Zionist or, like, anti-Semitic. They're just like, (laughs) leave the penises alone. I, it's so weird to me. But also, if you want to get people to become Nazis, and also, I mean, why like, are you taking over Riley Reed's website? And also, it doesn't make sense for Christians to want to protect children's penises because we know that they—the last thing they do is protect them. Yeah, <laughs> they love getting in there. All right, all right. Let's do a little spoiler alert. So we talked about the Mario movie, which I gotta say, all the Mario movie had to do to be good was to. Not add a bunch of nonsense in there. All it all it had to do was be a movie where Mario and Luigi are plumbers in Brooklyn. They get sucked into the Mushroom Kingdom. Then they have to learn how to use some powers and then fight King Koopa. Right? King Koopa. They Who gotta, plays King Koopa in this movie? Uh, Bowser is played by Jack Black. No way! And he plays piano and sings songs, and it's fantastic. It's a great movie. And the song that he sings in the movie, which is... Peaches, 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 peaches. It's now, has no, now it hit the billboard. It hit the it's billboard chart. Yes, it, it has entered the billboard charts. Yeah. So congratulations, Jack Black. If you haven't seen the Mario movie, highly recommend. Especially if you're like an older gamer like me, an old Nintendo fan. There's a ton of Easter eggs to go check out. Very enjoyable. Could Jack Black? Mushrooms or not? He got it. Could he Emmy, Oscar, Grammy? Mm, I think he's a little off, a little far off from there. He doesn't have any of those yet, does he? I mean, he has the talents of it, though. He does have the talent. He might have a Grammy. He might know. have, like, a Grammy out there somewhere. We'll mm, find out about his that. His cover of Time Warp? Fantastic. Uh, also, D- the Dungeons & Dragons movie, Honor Among Thieves, or Hat 
Everyone sure. wants me to watch that movie, and I'm like, I don't, I, you know. It's very enjoyable for people who are well-versed in Dungeons & Dragons, so you will not enjoy it, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Chris Pine, who plays Captain Kirk in the new Star Trek movies, yes. is the main character. Michelle Rodriguez from your favorite movie franchise, Fast and the Furious, uh-huh. is in it. And also Hugh Grant. From the movie Mickey Blue Eyes. What's that? What? <laughs> what is Hugh Grant in? Hugh Grant? Downing Street. What's the name of that movie? Um, the, all the Renee Zag. Notting Hill, you mean? Notting Hill. <laughs> uh, so if we you. Just, we're at Notting Hill. If you're in fan, into fantasy, it's actually got a little bit of humor to it, too. So it's not like trying to be overly serious. It's more of like a comedy movie that takes place in a D&D universe. So. Because the last D&D movie, also not good. Also not good. Uh, I, st- I watched the first episode of Yellow Jackets. So good. Uh, which got me hooked on it. But then I started watching another show. I started re-watching another show, which I have since been binging. And I watched like three seasons of it. Uh, I started watching Snowfall. So <laughs> Snowfall, the- Snowfall is six seasons long. And they're literally like the series finale is coming up this week wow. so uh, so a lot of people have been talking about snowfall because it's about to wrap up but then i had watched the first season previously and first season's a little bit slow but then i started watching the second season and the second season is so good it's super binge worthy show so sweet if you if you're a fan of the wire it's very wire-esque so it's uh, a lot about drug dealing but it also takes place on a bunch of different levels is like, it an hbo show who makes it uh, it's on FX. Oh, FX is good. Yeah, and so it's not only about cocaine dealing and trafficking, but it's also it's also based on real life events of the Iran Contra affair. Where, oh, where and also the when the Reagan CIA administration, who was all anti drug, was actually in like using guns and drugs to have a whole side uh, issue. Where the CIA was literally importing cocaine into the U.S. Fun and fact. invented crack. Do you know the airport that they used to import the cocaine in was the same airport where the alleged terrorists of the 9-11 attack learned how to only fly and not land? Not land. Well, who needs to know how to land? All right. (laughs) True story, though. Look it up, go. So uh, if you haven't seen uh, Snowfall, definitely check it out, especially if you're a fan of The Wire. Uh, If you have HBO. We're down to The Wire. The final season of Succession is on right now. The final season of Barry is on right now. Season three of Dave is out on Hulu. Season three of The Mandalorian is out on Disney Plus. And season three of Ted Lasso is out on Apple TV. Woo, baby. All right. Our first question for Chuck Stuff and Knowledge Buffalo comes from Melissa in Los Angeles, California. Hey, Melissa. Melissa. Wants to know, Jason Statham plays a professional driver named Frank Martin in this 2002 action movie. Um, Jason Statham. What it, it, I think it's called Driver. No, Driver was the, was the video game. Okay. All right. Where Hold he, on. he takes things and he transports them. Yes, it's called The Transporter. The Transporter is absolutely correct. <laughs> my... my t- Spider sense is tingling. <laughs> uh, our second question comes from Mike in Tacoma, Washington. Mike wants to know, where is Sierra Leone? Sierra Leone is in Mexico. No. Nope. All right. I don't know. <laughs> Sierra Leone is not in Mexico. It's in West Africa. Oh, all right. That's where all the blood diamonds come from, I think. Oh, I'm thinking like Sierra Padre or whatever. Uh, you're thinking of the Sierra Mountains. Mm-hmm. Which are also not in Mexico. (laughs) They're in, like, Nevada, isn't it? They go into it. Uh, And then our third question comes from... Leon doesn't sound African enough. Jen. I'm upset with you. Oh, it's pronounced Sierra Leon. (laughs) 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 Third question comes from Jen in line. (laughs) Jen wants to know, this is a sports question, Evans Shebet just won what famous annual sporting event? What annual sporting event? I'll give you a hint. There was no pressure cookers involved this time. Um, it is... Um, Got two seconds. I, don't, I give up. The Boston Marathon. Oh, oh, right. The Boston Marathon. Well, you didn't get two is out of three this week. Sport? You got one out of three. It's an annual sporting event, the Boston right. Marathon. But that also means that's the end of our show. But not the end of Biscuits and Gravy, baby. You can catch us 24 hours a day at BiscuitWars.com. You can watch all of our past episodes and check out Biscuits and Gravy 808. You can listen to all of our past episodes on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts. Stitcher. Stitcher, if that's still a thing. Who knows it? And for me to you, hello. <laughs> 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 boop, 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 boop. <laughs>